Hey, this is Derek Green from Sepultura. You're listening to The Underground. This is Christian from Il Nino. This is Dino Cazares from The Fear Factory. Hey, this is Jerry Only. This is Jesse Leach from Kill Kitchen Gage. Hey, this is Richard Patrick from Filter. This is Sonny from The Bad P.O.D. This is Sully Erna from Godsmack. Welcome to The Underground, Australia's home of rap, metal, and alternative music. What is up and welcome to the underground. It is Ned joined by Jay from Frenzel Rom. Big case of big interview feels right here. Jay, how you going, man? I'm very well, thank you, Ned. How are you? I'm going really well, man. Like this, I grew up on you guys throughout the late 90s, early 2000s sort of thing. Mum changed the locks and then it's not a camel. And it's great to see you guys still going. Yes. Well, uh, what else are we going to do? That's a great question. What else would you be doing? I don't know, I've always, uh, I make a pretty good sandwich, so, um, you know, <laughs> job in Subway, or, uh, you know, something like that, something in food prep. Yeah, there you go, that's interesting there, you could be, uh, so what, is that your go-to specialty, Subway sandwiches, or, or like making sandwiches, or what's the go? No, not really, I just have no no idea what else I would do with my life, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's no, no one had any idea that it would be going this long, that's for sure, when we first started. Um, I think it's 30 years this year that we've been a band, so... That's insane. It's, uh, it is absolutely insane. But uh, yet here we are with, a, with our 10th album. Yeah, it's fantastic, Jay. I think I've been on them for about 25 of those years, man, and I wanted to say it's a great time for Aussie music right now. Grinspoon, uh, Grinspoon's about the only one that's not sort of on the go at the moment, I was going to say. Regurgitated back, spider bait, body jar, she had pretty much everyone that was on Spring Loaded. What's your sort of takes on the Aussie music scene at the moment? And the is it a big time case of nostalgia or, or what? It, what's your sort of takes on it? I mean, I guess all of those bands that you just mentioned, yeah, like the Spring Loaded shows and stuff, like they're really fun. They are sort of definitely deeply nostalgic for people. And uh, to be honest, like I, I kind of shied away from those sort of festivals for a while thinking, you know, we keep, we, we still put out a lot of new albums and yeah. stuff when we can and kind of tour as much as we can and stuff. And didn't really want to sort of fall into that total nostalgia sort of trap. But then we played a couple of those festivals and I'm like, I'm a fucking dickhead. Like these people are just <laughs> having a really good time. You know, there's just people my age having an absolute blast. And you know, for a lot of those people, those, those old songs, they sort of mean a lot to them and they grew up with them and stuff, like you said, and taking me to just be less of a snob and go, you know, like it's actually just a fun time. Oh, you'd be the last person I put down as a snob, Jay, but I think it is great that you guys have have continued to go strong throughout and the cup of pestilence is out now that album man is just so much fun what's the secret to your longevity would you say i don't really know i mean i guess i guess it's like what we were talking about the that sort of i've got a bit of a, a drive not to have the thing that we wrote 25 years ago being our best thing for all time yeah you know like i'm always yeah. trying to push myself with songwriting and and for the band like within the band it's very important that that it's a fun time so all the songs that we kind of end up choosing end up being kind of at least really fun to play for us you know pretty kind of stupid lyrics a lot of the time <laughs> sort of keeps us 
interested and having a good time, I guess. And the shows Ooh. as well, like the shows keep us going. Like there's always a lot of goodwill in the room whenever we play and, you know, there's always a lot of people. And it's nice having people kind of interested in the new songs. And the only way to do that really is to try hard with the songwriting and, and recording and everything and try and do it properly and not kind of sell ourselves short, you know? Yeah, no, I absolutely love it there. I hear what you're saying for sure. And like, I was sold on the album before it even came out. Like, old mate neck tattoo. As soon as I heard that, I'm like, I need to hear that song. And there's not, not many, you just like read the track list to a song and get so hyped. Dead Man's Underpants, I think that's one of my favorite ones on there as well. Where do you keep sort of finding inspiration for all of this, you know, funny stuff, Jay? Oh man, just my friends, you know, like friends and neighbors and just the people like, I don't know, my wife and I are very social people and so we've always got people around and we go around to people's places and stuff and it's always those sort of late night conversations where, you know, these stupid ideas come out and yeah, um, I don't know, just like like all of us in the band have got our got our notes app at the ready at any point where, you know, when any, anyone says anything stupid, we're like, oh, good song title, write it down. <laughs> You know, like 400 of them will be terrible, but occasionally you get some gems, you know. Oh, yeah, man. So what, is that where How to Make Greyfox come from, from you hosting a, a dinner night? <laughs> it was something like that, I think. Yeah, we were talking about that song. It might have even been uh, one of, actually it could have, but now that I'm thinking about it, that could be attributed to Laneway Dave, who also gets a song on the record. We hang out a lot. He's a neighbor of mine and he's an absolute gem of a human always you know coming up with pretty funny stuff yeah it's just those conversations where you sort of turn from kind of talking absolute garbage to going like oh maybe that's a good song idea <laughs> yeah and, and you were just saying too jay like you, you, there was a black i read somewhere that you're just sitting on a whole bunch of unreleased music as well and you said you might write up to 400 or whatever and you've you've knocked it down to whatever you had on the album what happens to all those other songs uh, there's a little thing called the rubbish bin. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, we like to put him in, never to be heard of again. Yeah, the other guys, like some of the guys kind of troll through old unreleased stuff and go, oh, what about this one? Whereas I'm, I'm much more like, there's a reason why it didn't go on the last record. Let's just not talk about it ever again. Let's just instead. But yeah, I think 400 is probably a stretch, but I think we had about 60 <laughs> songs for this, 60, 60 demos for this record. Wow. And then, yeah, we've got this kind of elaborate spreadsheet where everyone votes for their favorite songs to make up the half an hour's worth of music and if that's not enough then everyone gets like a wild card and they can vote for their kind of precious song that they love for some dumb reason <laughs> and then yeah and then usually you know everyone's mainly mainly happy with how it all sort of turns out yeah nice man and, and was much of this sort of recorded during the covid downtime a lot of the people i chat to just recorded a whole bunch of music uh, throughout covid and the lockdown period is that when you guys got super busy or has it been since then yeah it was probably probably the opposite really like we i think we didn't really do very much at all during covid because you know gordy lives in melbourne and yeah and, uh, and Lindsay's in wollongong and dow's in newcastle so we couldn't actually get together at all and i felt like i didn't really like i think i probably to be honest i got a bit depressed during that time and oh, yeah. I couldn't be bothered doing anything so it was only it was sort of before and after that we wrote i think we might have had one demo session during that time when the lockdowns lifted for a bit but yeah for the most part like we were writing up until that happened and then and then since then oh yeah nice man nice hey thought it was yoga but it was ketamine best video ever 
is it was that you that come up with that concept jay um i think well that was the actual song was one of Lindsay's, and that was about a friend of his that was like a high-flying kind of macquarie bank kind of corporate guy and uh um, yeah and he he was friends with Lindsay and his wife they saw him like a couple of years later and he was like he's grown his hair out he quit his job and he's like, <laughs> about mindfulness you know like i found yoga and I've been eating really well and exercising and doing all this stuff and and then at the end of the night he's like do you want some ketamine <laughs> he's like, that's not the fucking yoga mate quite <laughs> relaxed and, uh, so he wrote the song i think um fox the guy that made the video he was like i'm pretty sure if i just get you guys in leotards that's pretty much the job done <laughs> It definitely did the job. You guys just look like, yeah, you have so much fun recording those. Is there any more to come off this album? Video-wise, I don't know. I'm not sure. I think we were talking about doing something for Gone of the Dogs, but I'm not sure yet. Yeah, nice. Uh, time to break out those yoga pants again, or maybe not? I think we've probably done that now. <laughs> No, definitely, man. All right. I want to change things up to some of your old stuff, Jay. Like, did your mom ever change the locks? Oh, listen, that's a hard no, but she did. She was a teacher at that time, and she definitely had students in her class. She was a high school teacher and definitely had kids that were, like, fans of the band thinking that she had done that. So, Oh, yeah. Equal parts proud and punished by it. But man, was, was that hard for you having a mom as a teacher and you being the, you know vocalist of a punk rock band or was it all cool i mean it was probably harder for her than it was for me <laughs> true <laughs> we need to you know have these reprobate kids in a class but uh no no they're very supportive my parents especially these days you know it was a bit of a different different subculture for them to get their heads around you know as a as a life choice for your child to be you know going on this sort of strange path but yeah they're big supporters these days oh, i love that right there jay and i actually did one of my questions i was going to ask you and in all seriousness i do think that the uh sandwich thing was a joke what do you think you would be doing if it wasn't for music I don't know, probably nothing. I mean, like I've got this studio here and so that's sort of like what I do in between shows and stuff is I like help out bands with their recordings and do a bit of production work on stuff and yeah, make people's records with them and yeah, we've been pretty busy in here and stuff lately, like doing a lot of a lot of young bands, a lot of young punk bands coming through and yeah, some really good stuff happening. Like I think when we were talking before about all those bands that are doing that sort of nostalgia thing, like there's so many really great young bands at the moment like doing kind of really aggressive interesting political funny music and i think for a lot of people our age they don't really know that that's happening you know like yeah. parents at my kids school and stuff who think that their lives are completely over and they're like oh man i remember the day back in the day we used to do this and this i'm like dude you can go to your local pub and see the best band ever you know like tonight. yeah yeah well i actually really loved what you said earlier about you didn't want to be one of those bands that's you know surviving off something that you did 25 years ago i think it's good how you guys have been able to blend in and do it both that being said jay who are these young bands that we should be looking out for oh man well i mean a big one that we just finished their record is that band coffin i have got one of the t-shirts on oh nice yes yeah band coffin they've been touring with with that band Emil and the sniffers a lot and now they're really starting to go go well and yeah i saw them at a festival a couple of weeks ago down in melbourne it was just so great to see the crowd you know and see them reaching this sort of wider audience and stuff yeah there's like there's yeah so many bands 
just now, now I'm blanking on absolutely all of them. <laughs> Private Wives in here recently, they're really great from Wollongong. We got Plan Japanese, a bunch of bands that are supporting us on this tour, like Mannequin Death Squad, they're great. Yeah, there's just all sorts of bands. A new band in Sydney called Tanty Christ, which are really great. Oh, Tanty Christ, that's a great name. There's a band playing with us in Gosford called Canine, they've been around for a while. They're like one of the best hardcore bands that you will ever see ever. But yeah, there's there's millions of them. Oh, that's cool. And, and great to see that you're still involved on the music side of things. I really love that right there, man. And you guys hitting the road. I think you're playing Melbourne this week. How is it on the road these days? You still party as much as what you did back in the day? You're a little bit more tame. Probably party more now than we... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're sort of a bit more selective about where we have parties. Like, like a rookie move we've realized over the years is to ever agree to go with anyone that you don't know ever anywhere like if uh, after the shows you always get people going oh come to this club would be great and you know when you're in your 20s you're like oh that sounds like a great idea <laughs> all of a sudden it's like six in the morning and you're talking to people that you never ever would have talked to in your whole life otherwise so now we tend to like get everything that we need and go back to the hotel with the people that we know and that we like which is usually the band and whoever whatever friends we have in that town and, and just kind of hang out somewhere somewhere close to our beds you know, so we can always call it at any time. We're not like searching for an Uber at 5am or whatever. We're professional, sensible parties. Love it, Jay. That's a very good advice right there. Stay close to home, but still have fun. Hey man, I want to grab a Netflix uh, recommendation off you. What's something or Netflix or a movie or something cool that you've checked out lately? Uh, I mean, I guess I'm watching the same things that everyone's watching at the moment, like Secession I really like at the moment. Watching that, um, what's it called, Yellow Jackets, pretty cool. Oh, I've heard that's good, yeah, I haven't seen it. Nothing particularly out of the ordinary. I don't know, what was I watching last? Oh, you know what's great? Is the Australian version of Alone. Oh, good is it? At the moment, is that, that reality TV show about survivalists, and I've been watching it since the start when um, they started doing it in Canada. Yeah, I really like that. I think uh, that's probably what I'd be doing if I I wasn't in a band I'd be a survivalist and I'd probably nice. last, I'd probably last about two days you know until I got really hungry and then I'd... I think I'd last two hours that's in Tasmania isn't it where they put them on that show yeah nice man nice well thank you so much for, for taking time out Jay really appreciate it before I go I was reliving a man's not a camel and I wanted to know whatever happened to that frenzel horse dog or whatever it was that you were having on that track it was a horse and yes it was, uh, it was named after the band I think there was some it was like some some guy that was part of a syndicate of horses and his, he got his kid to name a bunch of his horses so he named one of them his kid was a bit of a frenzel fan so he named one of the horses frenzel rom it was all a bit awkward because you know we're all vegetarian and vegan and liberationists <laughs> and it was a bit bit weird like and they, they would call our manager all the time saying like oh do you want to go in on another horse you know like and we're like no. <laughs> and, and i think we met the trainer up in darwin once it was either a lie or not but they were saying we were saying like whatever happened to friends were on the horse and like oh you know it's a family pet yeah it's out in a really big paddock somewhere <laughs> a lovely time and it's definitely blue <laughs> I'd forgotten all about that. I was reliving it the other day. I'm like, man, I've got to ask Jay that. But thank you so much for taking time out, man. It has been a bunch of fun. Friends of Rom's brand new album, The Cup of Pestilence, is out now. Pick it up on a very nice looking vinyl as well. And these guys are about to hit the road. A whole bunch of dates coming up. Need some regional Victoria in there, Jay. would be very awesome. But get those tickets at ticks.to slash Rom. Thank you so much, Jay. No worries, man. Yeah, we're going to go. We're going to do some more regional stuff like later in the 
year or early next year, I think. Nice. That'd be all sorts of awesome. Really appreciate it. Cheers, man. This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network. GreyWolfEntertainment.net.